Hello and welcome to this week's Wolves Fancast. Richard Hobbs here to cover the dramatic, pulsating nil-nil uh, last night. With me today, we've got three weary, tired uh, Fancastians. Uh, we've got Andy. Hello. We've got Stu. Hello. And we've got Adam. Tired. Yeah. I was going to say, usually I'd say, how are you all fit? How's everyone doing? And just, there's a lot, there's been a lot of orange squash and coffee needed today, I think. How much coffee have you had today? I've had coffee. Oh, who was going to that? I just had sugary teas. <laughs> I mean, I, I generally have one on a Tuesday anyway, just to wake me up because it's so early. But today I've had five. So five lattes and uh, two bottles of Lucas Aid. Just <laughs> navigating it side of Manchester and the single lane on the M6. <laughs> <laughs> but I did think because I thought, well, I'll go lying. Then I realised that was an unusual day at work on a Wednesday. Then I thought, oh, she won't mind if I have an hour of sleep. Not knowing that Corey had been up half the night, so she was done as well. <laughs> no, it was safe for me. No. no. Uh, before we get on to last night's game, uh, we'll cover a little bit of Wolves news. Briefly brush over um, what was actually quite a dramatic game. But, you know, instead of talking about a five-goal thriller, we'll talk about a nil <coughs> draw instead. Um, only real bit of news that's happened this week is Jack Price uh, gaining a... 18-month extension on his contract, taking up to the end of the uh, 2018-19 season. How do we all feel about that? Because I know he's someone who, I mean, we've interviewed him. He's a really nice guy. He's a fairly technically proficient player, but he's not really managing to break into the first team at the moment. He's a bit divisive amongst the fans as yeah. well. And I mean, like, some I, love him, some don't really rate him. I, I'm not his biggest fan personally. I think that what he does, I think we've now kind of proven with Sace and Neves, there's players who can do that and more. But I also think actually he's someone who you can probably stick in that team and he'll do a, do a job for you, so to speak. I mean, me being the Jack Price number one fan on here... And how, ex- how excited I was when we went to see him. Yeah. And um, I did think before last night, I thought, well, it's a protecting the asset situation. Yeah. But I thought last night he'd actually play okay. Mm. I think he, he was, you know, like two out of place against their midfield who costs, I mean, the Gundogan alone. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, he's, he's good when sort of it's a backs to a wall kind of game because you know what you're going to get from him and he's someone who's going to work hard, win tackles. And he doesn't usually waste with possession. Yeah, might not, not be in a yeah. dynamic way, but he doesn't generally the ball. it's five ten yard balls. But he keeps it moving. It keeps yeah. the ball with us, and that's basically he, what he did last night for the majority. He, he recycles it well. Yeah, yeah. It's not sexy, yeah. but it's it's yeah. a job in a team, isn't it? I mean, to be fair, like everyone needs a bin man. Yeah, and to, <laughs> shame- <laughs> <laughs> and to shamelessly plug our own interview with him, he's. And I'm sure most players are. He's aware of his own limitations as a player as well. Yeah. You know, he's not you know, he's not under sort of the impression he's an ex Steven Gerrard. You know, he, he knows what he can do on a football pitch. He's the Salopian Gerard. He is. I think, I think it's a good thing though, because it helps um keep a bit of our local identity in the squad, doesn't it? Yeah. I know we obviously love and adore our Saces and Neveses, but All Hail our Supreme Overlords. Yes, and the Portuguese Moroccan overlords in the middle of the park. But um, I think he's someone that he stepped. Obviously, we'll cover 
last night in a bit, but he stepped up to the mark, stepped up, stepped up to the plate last night and delivered a great performance. But above and beyond that, he's someone that keeps our local identity in with the club. So yeah, we're loving all our new uh, new players coming in, but he's someone that we're keeping in the squad who's like the quote unquote local ish ish yeah. lad. Someone that we've seen come through their uh, ranks. Um yeah, there could be a, a could be possibility that he's there for, for resale value as well, but he's obviously handy to have in the squad as backup. So should a, a say so never yeah. be has has a longer injury, for example, he's someone that could possibly come into that role. Mm. You know, but, but I think it, it's a good. I can't see any negatives really no. for it at all. I can't see any I think should, it? eighteen months does sort of show that it probably is for that sell on value in the summer. Yeah. To be honest, because otherwise it would be a three four year deal. Yeah. Wouldn't I it? mean, look at um, has Doherty signed a new contract recently. Yeah, four years. Yeah. Four years. Yeah. I think that there's. Yeah. You know, if we were looking to cement and secure his position in the squad, well, they'd have done that. He said when when we spoke today, he thought he was out the door when well, um, when, when Lambert came in. Mm. Yeah, because Zenga wasn't. Yeah, Zenga didn't play. So he knows his own limitations, and I mean, he's more than good enough to replace either Sace or Neves in this league. Yeah, and but he's. I mean, I was saying that I wouldn't have thought he'd, he'd compete against Premier League opposition, yeah. but he did last night. And so I, I personally, when sort of you know we're playing the how you describe it, a three-four-three, I didn't think he'd suit that. Um, format I thought you kind of need him to be in a very much a two and a three and a one or something so when he actually has someone next to him who can play a bit so to speak but I'd be really interested to see him play alongside someone like Neves you know I mean they, they, mm. play, they play the whole of pre-season together mm. Neves and, and Price because Sace was awful yeah. in pre-season and then he's, he just blossomed when it mattered but and they love to have a decent partnership together Mm. So he might come in when says inevitably gets suspended and and yeah. Dye goes mental, <laughs> which uh, <laughs> is gonna happen. <laughs> well, actually, that's probably a, quite a good point to talk about Preston game <laughs> um, or the battle at Molyneux. Um, Wolves won three two, going three goals ahead through Cavallero just before half time and a Bonatini double before um, Hugill. How do we actually pronounce it? Hugel, is it Hugel? Yeah. I think it should be Hugel, but I don't. I don't like the name, but it's not the point. It's not his fault. No, it's not. As a person whose nickname rhymes with knobs, so <laughs> and a Connor Cody own goal, which was a great finish. I, I don't. Not enough probably be made of actually like what. Like, I don't know what he was doing. I. I. I mean, it's yeah. like instinct, but the body position was. Right. It was all wrong. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, so we'll cover this one quickly, chaps, because I think we all want to kind of really get into the meat of last night's game. But overall, what did we think? Because I thought first twenty minutes, I was not hopeful for to get a result of that game. Mm. I thought Preston played some really good stuff and really put us under pressure. Very subdued, like versus Villa performance. Yeah, I think we're all still basking in the glory of that. And, um, so he's still Bruce. Even still now, still, still. Well, amazing why there last time with his devil, devil horns. How many, boys, how many foreign players have you got playing in that team? But um, yeah, I mean, even the crowd were a bit subdued as well. I noted like there wasn't as yeah. much yeah. crowd noise. It took a up. while. I think it was really the goals that sort of kickstarted the crowd. Yeah. Because the second half when they came out, the crowd were a bit more lively. And I think the team showed it in their performance yeah, as well. I, I think, felt. I think you could tell you could tell Preston's game plan straight away because 
every time we had the goal, and that was just literally to mm. not give us a second on the ball because even when we got a goal kick, like error back they, three were man marked, yeah. so we could never play out a short I goal kick, which is what we like to do. For those first 20 25 minutes, I was so impressed with Preston. Mm. They, the thing like, is, all the stuff. honestly, like they. They were in our faces in a good way. They weren't giving Neves and Says any time on the ball. You know, Douglas had a poor game, and I think that was because he's what like our wing backs are our main outlets, and they were just not getting time or space. And then I don't know what it was, but as soon as it hit halfway through that half, that pressing then just turned into kicking. It, it was the there was that <laughs> challenge from Hugo on Miranda. Yeah. And it was half. one of those that it was either the best tackle he'll ever see or if he gets it slightly wrong it's off. It's a red card. It mm. was mm. It, to be honest, it it was too aggressive for what it was, but they got away with it. And yeah. from that point onwards it was just yeah. let's kick anything that moves. Because I like and that's I, what saw, cost them. I saw that for me being like shit if we don't book our ideas up soon. It was like Cardiff again. Yeah, yeah, I was like, they're going to punish us. And then all of a sudden, it just seemed to be, as soon as we got near the halfway line, it's foul. But it, it was almost like, because that idiot looked like he spent more time looking at himself and getting himself ripped in his referee's outfit than actually knowing what he was <laughs> supposed to be doing, if he clamped down there and then said, right, yellow card, done. Not yeah. talking to them for five it, minutes every single time, he yeah. would have stopped. And Preston played really well. They didn't need to do the dark arts. No, that, that, f- that's what I found most frustrating. Yeah. So don't, you, you don't need to do this. You're playing well. It's almost like they got something. Uh, Neil's after the, it's it's really confusing because like the first fifteen twenty minutes they played some good stuff, and after that it just seemed to like the game plan for them was just to be just kick us and stop us and, yeah. just, and completely spoil the game, like make the game non event, or just keep it's kicking like, us, I'm, or just keep pushing the boundaries of how far they can yeah. keep going with the tackles. But you. Completely. I mean, how there wasn't a booking before half time. It it wasn't even like you know. I don't know like, and in someone like Chile's national team, or Uruguay. Uruguay, a great example of a team we were about to turn, and it's just a little foul. Yeah. But it wasn't mm. even that. And there was two or three instances where it was literally a player's breaking, and we'll just stick our leg up to trip them up. Yeah. I mean, there was one where I think Jota was basically in a headlock. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he got run yeah. down by his neck. Which, yeah. if that's not a yellow card offence, yeah. then I, I need to look at the rule I mean, book again, don't we? I think, and I think that's probably one of the main reasons it all spilled over at the end, um, chiefly because he didn't stamp it. Out yeah, really and much. actually, I, I think the ref. Well, I'm sure Preston will disagree with me. Got most of the decisions right. Yeah, he just needed to book actually, someone. Yeah, because. Nothing's, you know, I don't thought I'd be in this position as a Wolves fan, but our players kind of need more protection. Yeah, I mean, it's almost, it's almost like when, you, when you've got a naughty kid and you let them get away with it, everything for so, they'll push it and push it until yeah. something ridiculous is going to happen. Or they're going to draw all over the wall. Yeah. And it was like that. And you could see what was going to come from Morelov. Yeah. And it, I'm a, the best thing about that game is no one came out injured. Yeah. Because someone could have gone seriously wrong. Well, I thought um, Neves was going to get injured on that slightly bizarre incident. <laughs> um, I think that was, I'm right in thinking that was the first booking where he'd given yes, away a foul yeah. and then the player just came piling in. Foul, like, what I saw on Twitter after that is someone was going, but he got the ball. He'd only given the free kick. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't matter. It flew in, both feet off the ground. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's great. Right. In theory, there's no difference because you know, play had stopped. There'd be no difference if he did like after half time. 
Like, just yeah. came piling in. Um, but actually, Wolves did sort of pick it up second half. And, I mean, the penalty, A, came from magnificent ball from Neves, first and foremost. Yeah. Do we think it was a pen? At the time, yeah. At the time, I thought, well, that's a penalty. In, in the South Bank. Yeah. I, were you I, there? I, were you on yeah. your honeymoon? No, I was back. You were back. Yeah. So, obviously, I know we sit Excellent. in a fairly similar place, don't Missed we? Missed again, didn't I? Yeah, it's not a sore. You organise a wedding like a year in advance. Get it on an international break. Perfect. You know, I'm happy to miss a game. I'd have happy missed two. Less happy to miss the Villa game. Oh, lovely. Anyway, but yeah, uh, I mean, we sit in a fairly similar position, and I don't know, Bryce thought he was nailed on all day. You could see that Doherty had got in front Mm. of. No. That thug of a left back, yeah. who just swung at nothing. Mm, the Scottish Cafu. <laughs> <laughs> he swung at nothing and just took him down, and you could see immediately he got up and ran to the ref before mm. the ref had even blown. Yeah, yeah. So I think he knew that he was in trouble with that challenge. I think it goes back to one of those where, yes, he got a bit of the ball, but if you and the Hugo um, tackles kind of similar, but he did it correctly. It doesn't matter if you come from behind because there's a chance that if you make contact with him because of coming from behind, you're just going to knock the ball further into their path. So unless you can cleanly knock it away from them, it doesn't really matter if you touch the ball because you're going to knock them over and you just got the wrong side of him. Mm. Um, And then the slowest run-up in, I think, the Wolves' penalty-taking history. (laughs) I I had some, even after he scored, going, shouldn't do a run-up like that. (laughs) It's like... He scored. Was it? It was you, I think. You, you, were you getting yeah. annoyed at it? Well, I, I, post, I, post goal. Yeah. <laughs> it. When you, when you do that, you deserve to miss. Yeah. Is it? It really pisses me off every time someone does things like that. Like last night as well. Silly little thing runners. A shit that but never, hardly you, ever work. But do you, and he scored, and I was still two, angry. Two penalties <laughs> in a row. It's like you, I used to love watching Yakubi's penalties because he'd. He'd I just mean, amble up. I mean, Bonatini just did this like weird because his knees were going really high as well. (laughs) (laughs) At least he didn't do uh, Samoan Zaza. No, (laughs) as bad as that. Yeah, no, because he went really quick and slow. He just did the running man on the spot for about five seconds before he actually moved forward to the ball. Um, I was confident though. I was strangely confident that he would score. I wasn't, but I was yesterday when I saw him do that run up again. I was like, "It's just good." He'll run up slowly, and then he'll just fire it in the corner. Well, I, I, I never. I, th- I think I've actually celebrated winning a penalty for about ten years. Mm. It's because we normally so awful at him, and when things like that happen, and he, he makes me angry after the event, <laughs> <laughs> it's just uh, penalty. Supposed just... to be enjoying this. Yeah. Why aren't I enjoying this? <laughs> um, and then a couple of minutes later, he followed it with another. Well, it. Not to sound harsh, it would have been. Fucking amazing if uh, Jota had scored. Because of that <laughs> yeah, ball yeah. over the top and him just taking it on the half volley. It was a FIFA goal in yeah. the making, wasn't it? Yeah. It was great. Um, I it's, love... Instead, Bonatini scored because he'd come off his sack. Yeah. He'd rolled into the corner. Bonatini. Is that his FIFA R2 finish? No, that's like an L2. Like a special move. One of the things I loved about it was about... 30 seconds before the goal, Bonatini kind of half blocked off the goalie. I don't know if he made... I, 
And there is sure for rule with blocking a goalie. He, he did duck out just before the keeper yeah. cleared it. Um, and and the goalie kind of slipped, didn't he? Yeah. But it's still, it, he was expecting the contact the keeper yeah. was, so he didn't kick it as far as yeah. he... But he still cleared for halfway line. He was still line. halfway line. And about 10 seconds later, the ball dropped to Sace and you know he knocked it over the top and we scored. And I've seen the stuff that Alex Neal said in post-match. It's like, okay, I respect it. And actually, if the ref had pulled it up, and we'd have all been going, oh, that's stupid. You'd have well, accepted yeah, it. Yeah, fair, fine. The fact that the ball's gone basically the length of the pitch, you know, half and half, you probably could have done something about it. Well, it was a goal within, like, the, there's been two phases of play yeah. since that goal kick, so there's no real argument. Yeah. It was bad defending from them. Yeah, I mean, it's, it ain't like, if that, if it just reached the, the centre circle <laughs> and, and just ricocheted back, then yeah. fair enough. But, but like stuff happened in between it. It wasn't like it wasn't like you read the post match and it's like the ball the goalie had the ball, kicked it off Bonatini who was blocking him and it went in. Yeah. It's almost as if the ball was too light. <laughs> was it a mitre ball? Yeah. Well, yeah. there we go. <laughs> well, uh, listen, we, in two minutes we are covering that. Um, and then we kind of well, we end up sort of taking off Bonatini and Cav and, and yeah. losing any momentum and conceded. The Costa substitution nearly cost us because he yeah. shagged from the moment he came yeah. on. He just looked exhausted. I d- Do you reckon he was like playing like for Wolverhampton Casuals on Saturday morning before? <laughs> because he looked like. Is he? Well, he could barely walk at one point. He was no. like limping around his ankle, and then we had, we had and Dyer was about to come on, I think. Mm. And I think, and like I was saying, like he needs to tell them now whether we can continue or you not. Always, we're about to make our last sub, yeah. so we need to know if you're staying on the pitch or not. And uh, all right, he shook it off in the end, but um, Bright was. Uh, I, I thought, I thought he was. Uh, I, I'm, I'm a big supporter of Bright. <laughs> Are you I saying it was? I mean, I'm Bright sure might the, not the, have been be, front of goal. This is, the, this is the pre-Bright section before the main Bright section. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I thought. I thought that was criminal when he come on. He just he, he couldn't do anything right when he come up when he come on. Probably not the best of substitutions to put up, to use when we're trying to hold on to a game. Mm. But because I mean he did as he, what he does the hard stuff and then the easy stuff he doesn't do. So like, and then we were, we were holding on fighting and he wasn't pulling his way and I was just thinking this is this is just getting silly now and it's 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 almost written in the script that we were going to throw it away I did think uh, for a minute I thought he was going to take him off here mm. I thought it's going to be mm. one of them weird things where he's going to take off the sub yeah because he, 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 he was killing awful. us he was killing us I, mean, it, I, I don't know who someone put it on Twitter as well saying yeah this is another Nuno learning curve because you probably do that in Portugal 3 the up and you get away with it no problem um there's literally no level of professional football where I think that is. Or even amateur football, I think mm. you can barely get away with it. <laughs> but, yeah, it, it was a mistake. It was probably yeah. one of the very few mistakes he's made. Yeah, I think he needed to have... Because we didn't have a natural strike on, or even someone like Cavalero up front, I don't think Costa can do that role no, by himself. No. Not yet, well... I don't think he would have done that last season, let alone no. in the, the shell of himself that he's now. No, I, I, we just lost that extra five yards up the field to hold it up and relieve pressure, and it showed. And you know, I think if we'd have said it was going to be one nil at the start of the game, I'd have gone, yeah, okay. I mean, in fact, we can't find three three nil up, and you know, we only won by a goal. It made you know it. it 
makes a few more questions, but I think overall, I think it was a fair result. Yeah, um, we, 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 we still, and, you know, we still good value for the win. Yeah, um, and like, there was a point where I think just before we made our substitutions, we could have got another couple. Um, but I mean, I'm sure Preston will be kind of saying the same. Well, when we scored the third, I thought, well, this is going to be five. Yeah. Because it was just the momentum. I thought, here we go. We we looked like we could just take on anything at that point. Um, but and then we had the red card fiasco as well. Yeah. Again, but, he, uh, he obviously he clearly knew he was going, and he just walked uh, off. I mean, to be fair, <laughs> and then usually the ref just went, "Hang on a minute, I have actually showed the guy the red card." Again. Do you reckon he was back. like working out, saying, like, "I know he's walked down to us. I know he knows he's going to be sent off." But will someone pick up on the fact that I haven't actually showed him it yet? He was thinking of Assessor, wasn't he? Well, yeah, yeah. Well, he, yeah. Knew, he knew there was Assessor that, there. There's probably someone going to be watching this, so I'd probably need to follow the rules. Yeah. It, it was all kicking off. I don't know why he just then get... He was walking down the tunnel. He could quite easily just got his yellow, red, done. Yeah. And then gone and, yeah. and sorted the chaos like, out. I've seen on the highlights the... Was it Brown who got sent off? Yeah. Brown was walking to the ref. The ref got his cards out. It was like Brown right turns and yeah. walks off and then something kicks off over mm. there so the ref runs to that so he never finishes his first action because he's too busy trying to stop the Sace or whoever ripping someone's head off. I'm always bewildered by is pretty much every player on the pitch got involved. I think even the goalies <laughs> stretched yeah, Rudy, Rudy, Rudy out. He was up there. Yeah, of course he was. <laughs> of course he was. <laughs> Any chance. I, yeah. I don't get how in a effectively a twenty one man brawl and you know, how many two people get fucking booked? And like, yeah, we've all seen the little clips of I think Doherty apparently getting a bit of a headbutt and die getting someone's neck in his hand. <laughs> how did that get there? Yeah, yeah. Oh, how did your neck get in my hand? <laughs> it was madness, because like I mean Says was just getting the ball because it was out of free yeah. kick ultimately yeah. and he was uh, getting the ball then the Preston player obviously just didn't because there was wanted, two of them yeah, that was the thing they, like, they just really wanted the ball he literally got it and threw it to his mindset <laughs> to be fair I think Says had a great game yesterday because when it was getting a bit heated in the first half like he was giving it back but actually doing it well so he was going in for big tackles but not giving away mm. a foul mm. and I think if we didn't have someone like that on the pitch mm. I could have seen someone like Neves go into his shell a bit more because I don't think Neves had a great first half personally. No. Um, but I thought Sais was the best player on the pitch. Yeah. Oh, I thought he was fantastic he, on Saturday. I thought he did like everything you want from a effectively a defensive mm. midfielder when a team's trying to boot you off the ball. Um, but yeah, again, we have another manager who I. I loved his the the snip. It was I know I'm gonna sound like it's gonna sound like sour grapes, <laughs> and I just was like, yeah, let's stop right there. And you don't need to say it, do you? If you know that yeah. it's gonna sound like that, well, why bother? You know it is, if like, you're gonna make yourself look like a knob, yeah. you might as well just start blaming the balls or <laughs> yeah. you know. Well, it's, it was well, a game... the squirrel invasion. Yeah, and... is it from Game of Thrones where they said that everything after the word "but" is bullshit? <laughs> yes, that's exactly what it was. Yeah. Sour yeah. grapes, but I'm gonna say this bullshit anyway. Yeah. Like, oh. I just think that it's, it's brilliant though because it was another smack in the face to all the, the, the journalists who say like could we have could, are we up for a street fight yeah. Yeah. at the game can we manage <laughs> it can we manage it on, on a cold wet Saturday afternoon at Molyneux yeah. <laughs> and he, he was he, another British manager 
This is the thing, and like to be fair, I'm actually well, fairly right, Alex O'Neill. I think he's a good manager. Well, or Alex O'Neill? Or just Alex O'Neill, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> O'Neill. O'Neil. 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 Made him oh, Irish yeah. all of a sudden. Is there a manager called Alex O'Neill? Or I'm just literally making up the name. Have you mingling Alex and Martin O'Neill I think together? So. <laughs> yeah. Well, my, my mate next to me, he, was, um, he wasn't happy with him because he said like, it's a typical British manager tactic mm-hmm. of just thinking, if I come up against someone with a bit of a fancy foreign name, let's just kick him. Like, so that's, that was ultimately, that, and that, throughout most of the game, that seemed to be his tactic. Tact- yeah. But it, it was great that, yet, well, we've just shown that we're up for a fight as well as being able yeah. to play simulated football. I think we did get, well, say I think, we definitely got intimidated against Cardiff. And we didn't know how to handle that situation. But they seemed to be prepared to yeah, deal with it. it. Well, that was the eye opener, wasn't it? That was, that was yeah. the Cardiff one was, a, look, this is what's going to happen. So I think they're ready for it now. You know, I mean, it, it helped. But, you know, you've got players like Cav, who's been exposed to it for a year now. And actually, he's someone who's quite physically strong as well. And, you know, there's a few players in there who are... It's easy to forget... People like Ruben Neves, despite how mercurially talented that boy is, has only played 14, 15 games in England. Yeah. And he's probably, I don't know how, you know. He's he only what, played six games last year. Yeah. Like, I, I, he's, I don't think he's, like, he's probably played 100 professional games, surely. Mm. I'd be amazed if he has. So he's still learning and he's still adapting. And I think that's, you know. But. A uh, quick working man's man of the match. Safe. I've got to go for safe. Yeah. It's going to be. Shall we, lads? Let's, yeah. let's, 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 let's jump in. Let's jump yeah. in. I think the easiest way to sort of jump in is Claudio Bravo. Um, Aleska Zinchenko, Iquilin Mangala, Danilo. Oh, crikey, not this one. No, don't even say it. I, I couldn't even say it after three attempts. Oli. <laughs> Olu Watosin. Squad number. 24. <laughs> <laughs> Bernardo Silva, Yaya Silva, Gabriel Jesus, Ikal Gundogan, uh, Raheem Sterling, and Sergio Aguero. And none of them scored last night. <laughs> um, so, unless and, then, you... and then the subs that come on as well. Yeah. Oh, and also, I, yeah, completely forgot that, you know, Kevin De Bruyne, John Stones, Leroy Sané, and Carl Walker all came on as well. <laughs> And could not beat the brick wall that um, Norris et al. set up for them. Uh, unless you've been living under a rock for the last sort of 12 hours. Wolves drew, well, say drew. We lost on penalties to Man City in the Carabao Cup, which is the cup that just surely keeps on giving at this point. You know, um, we, should have, we should have been given complimentary Carabao. I nearly bought one that stopped on the services on route and uh, I, I need the drink. <laughs> I didn't like, want to rest. I bought two for three pounds. I love your idea. I love the idea that you've got Coca Cola and so you're like, yeah, no, I'm not school. <laughs> or milk. <laughs> 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 no, don't worry, lads. I thought, should I? Let, let's Carabao. Yeah. <laughs> but then I didn't, I, I didn't in the end. I thought energy drinks were probably <laughs> poison my stomach somehow. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, um, I went for something less poisonous in Coca-Cola instead. Somehow, I think... <laughs> Slightly less poisonous. I don't it's think... It's better than the water that they used to have. Was it Dasani? What? When Coca-Cola, they, they made a water. What? I bet there was still three teaspoons of sugar in that as well. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was really bad. They discontinued it. 
And then the, I think it was <laughs> called purposes. Yeah, I think it was called the Sarni or something like that. And they released it. It was under the Coca-Cola label at the bottom. Mm. Um, and they were testing it, and it was supposed to be this mountain spring water, and it was just tap water. <laughs> oh. Yeah, Dasani. Yeah. Oh. Bottled water in 1999, so not even that long ago for some of us. Anyway. We'll all feel old if we're not careful. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't think I've ever felt so happy, proud, and dejected over after a game of football because it, it's almost mm. impossible to like say fathom that this is a free scoring Man City team they I think over their 17 game unbeaten run or whatever it is they've averaged I think three and a half goals a game at home I'm sure I read they'd scored 57 yeah. goals in that time like you know that. they have been battering teams and Wolves went there we played defensively but we had chances and we didn't go there set up to completely defend and yeah, I think or spoil and kick. Yeah, people. it wasn't it what yeah, there wasn't yeah. these you know attacking Yeah. And play. actually you could see that when I think I, I tweeted it, I don't think I've seen a Wolves defence be that calm on the ball around their own box because mm. whenever it did break in the box, you know, I've watched we've watched Wolves enough time. If that ball breaks to Danny Barr, he is hitting it into the stands. But you could just see how drilled they were. No, that ball breaks. You get your head up, you look, and you pass to a fullback, and you get into a space to get it back, and you play it off. And it was, you know, you three all went, and I kind of watched the stream completely illegally. Um, <laughs> Was that ill or just legal? Let's carry yes. on. Um, <laughs> I, I, I don't... I, I don't we said my laptop... <laughs> for those who don't know, my laptop's not working today. <laughs> like I said, I don't... I don't I'm, I was struggling to think on the way out of a game where I I've, where I, I was feeling just a level of just distraught. Not even distraught. I was just... I was actually almost heartbroken that we didn't yeah. Yeah. win that game. But... But... Equal measure of just feeling... Like how proud I was of those players yeah. on that pitch, because up against that caliber of player that it was up against, <laughs> and we all thought before the game that this could be three, four nil. When the team come out collectively, mm-hmm. I don't know about you, but my ass dropped when I saw that yeah. like everyone on the Jesus coach was just went four, four nil. Like, oh, yeah. Jesus and Aguero. Yeah, like they, okay, this is they clearly be wanted to get through to this next round. Yeah, which is weird because like he's he, Guardiola was on record as saying that. It's a waste of time or energy, a waste of energy this cup. And obviously, he must wow. have had the Carabao before the game. Yeah. And he got loads of energy and puts like both Aguero and, and Jesus up front. Yeah. And he, he must have stuck a Carabao up his arse the way he's been <laughs> behaving this season. Because so that yeah. bloke has got no respect for me at all anymore. Well, and he's got, it's been a bit silly. I was going to say, like, I've personally never been someone who's particularly. I've never warmed to him. I think he's. I know there's something underlying about what he's. About him sometimes, and I thought, you know what? Against someone like Nuno, another continental manager, after we've gone toe to toe with them, and potentially on a different, on another day, it's a different scoreline and it's a big cup upset. You'd think you'd have, you know, the grace, the humility, being an intelligent man to sort of say, and well done to Wolves, and uh, you know, whatever doesn't detract from their own achievements. And what does he come out with? <laughs> well, it, it would be a miracle to score with that ball. Yeah, there's, a diff- there's different levels of uh, class between both Nuno and Guardiola. The fact that, say, when, when Cardiff uh, and Preston are kicking mm. the shit out of us, he doesn't c- complain about it one 
one bit in the post match interview, does he no. at all? Whereas Guardiola, I think ever since he's been over here, if it, it hasn't it, gone his way, he's thrown his toys at the isn't he? And that, excuse. That, that excuse yesterday, it just, yeah, the, it, 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 it was annoying. The there, there, was, there, was, there was no mention of any praise for Wolves whatsoever. Alright, it was two second teams, but when our second team compared to their second team, it's still light years apart. And still into the game, there's not one bit of praise for us. He talks about the bloody ball. I could cope if he didn't sort of pray, want to praise Wolves. I can I can see sort of why not. But, you know, your team haven't scored. You can either just say, yeah, no, it wasn't a great day at the office. We were get, even if you'd have come out and said, well, we're against a team who uh, did a lot of defending today. I'd have been like, okay, yeah, I can, I can get it. But to come out with something that ludicrous... <laughs> It's like, I, I don't see how it's helped. He might obviously saying different things to his players, but you look at Mourinho at the weekend, who said, like, who ba- he basically called out half his squad. Yeah, that, not, did you not see not, the, um, the EFL Twitter account today? Well, yeah. Taking their part and shot back at him. Because <laughs> yeah. that's such a, mad, such a mad thing. You know, it's a football that I'm guessing the Carabao football is exactly the same as the, you know, the ball that Wolves playing with. It is week just green. Just and it, it's it. just got a different yeah. print on it. At the end of the day, it's just a football. And <laughs> also, both teams have to play with it. It's not like they were at a severe disadvantage. It, and also, like... Bristol scored fucking four with the same type <laughs> of ball. It turned like the ball flew, floated off into the air with the penalties, was it? Yeah. I mean, all their penalties were in the corners. Well, it didn't float away. I you were like a, like a fly away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wasn't shoot a pe- special. Yeah, it wasn't a penny <laughs> floater. Uh, you know, I, what I quite like is if you look at some of the press today, they've all done like Everyone's the top it. ten most bullshit answers. <laughs> yeah, just have come out with. So everyone sort of jumped on his back as if to say, "You're speaking shite," because mm. he clearly it's, not, it's, it's just uh, utter garbage. I, I, I don't see why he needed to say it. That's the thing, unless it was to cover someone like Aguero's back, who was about to break the club's all-time leading goal-scoring record. Oh, that was something when I was watching the stream. Um, it was in English, so I don't know what station it was on. But like, he stepped up for an Aguero score his uh, the goal or break the record. It's like helps don't count. Yeah. Like, that this isn't counting right now. But they're claiming, aren't they? Yeah. City is their twelfth straight win. Uh, again, yeah. debatable. Again, I don't. Yeah. I'd be embarrassed if I was claiming that as a twelfth yeah. win in a row. Yeah. It's not really, is it? Yeah. Do we think that yesterday's performance, from a PR point of view, I guess, has sort of really put balls on the map this season for what we're about? I know we beat Smack because we beat Southampton fairly comfortably two months ago, who were Premier League side, and not a lot was made of that, if you think about it. But at that side. point, we were still that team full of foreigners. Yeah. But there was well, something... I mean, we weren't well, I mean really that's like considered. a... Against like an unspectacular Southampton team. This was this was a Man City team that was sweeping all before them. Yeah. In the Premier League, they're scoring mm. five and four goals and against League. Premier League teams. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and they're, they're coasting through the Champions League group. And you know, like, I mean, I... You know, from social media, um, you know, the amount of, sort of neutral fan accounts that have been praising Wolves... To you know, I listened to Talksport. I was listening to sorry, I was listening to Talksport this morning, and you know, we'll rarely get a mention, or it's just like passed over. But actually, you know, they they spoke out, and then they 
you know, then Neil Warnock came on. <laughs> and he was like, oh, Wolves are doing well. Yeah, well, we've got four, they've spent about 40-odd million. But, you know, I really like us and Sheffield United and Preston, who uh, no one gave us a chance. Up in Northern clubs. Yeah. <laughs> Good but, lads. Good yeah. lads. But actually, like, I don't know, there seems to be like this... Thing. The, the tide seems to have turned, yeah. I think, since when we beat Villa. I think because I've been on TV against Villa, yeah. a, lot of, a lot of other people who wouldn't necessarily have seen us. They've finally seen us and seen where we go. Because even Stan the, Collymore's yeah. changed his mind. I mean, yeah. that... I don't give a shit what he thinks. The London-based media... The London-based media, the ones that don't watch us, probably would have watched, might have watched us against Villa and they saw how easily that we, we swept... Sweat John Terry, I mean, they've got John Terry, they should be winning the league, well, apparently. I don't know why they didn't give him the trophy. I was going to say, Andy, when you mentioned about the FBAs, was, was Wolves not winning last night the biggest travesty um, to happen in Manchester since we didn't win the best podcast award? Disgraceful. <laughs> Good night, Yeah, nice pie, though. Yeah. Cracking pie. Golden Globes. Didn't see. Um, well, you, you only got, got looks as far as the bookies odds for our chances last last yeah. night. The fact that they were one to eight, I think, from pre-match, and we, yeah. and we, we were like twenty-five to one in places. Mm-hmm. Um, and we pull off we pull off that kind of performance, and it was great. Just to everyone was expecting every time Aguero got the ball that oh, this will be you know he's, he'll he'll get his goal. Like Guardiola mm. made him captain, especially for the night, just because he's gonna he'll, he will score tonight. I mean, I think he even said in one of his pre-match mm. interviews, isn't he, Guardiola? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I know that he's equal the record now, and he'll get it on Tuesday. He'll break it on Tuesday. Yeah. I just it's uh, arrogant. Yeah, it's just yeah. sheer arrogance. Like, that he's the thing is, record. he's gone he's gone that way, but all the shitloads of City fans are commenting mm. everywhere saying, "What's the hardest game this season? Toughest yeah. game this season?" Yeah. Yeah. I mean, good Best luck to them see, yeah. see next year and all this stuff. The people yeah. say like we, we, we had we, that game was even harder than when they played like Napoli, <laughs> yeah, which is ridiculous. It's like the thing I love most about it, it's not ever praising us because we stopped them from scoring, but it wasn't just that we put flooded everyone behind the ball. Yeah, but we were, we were well organised and we got ourselves mm. in the right position. And it wasn't just a, it was a, a kick and rush either. No. The counter attacking, it was sometimes we'd try and break, others we'd get the ball and we'd try and keep the ball for a bit. And I think it says it all that there was some, I don't know if you'd bet 365, but someone had tweeted about Bravo throughout the whole of se- mm. 2017. He's made five saves and he had to make seven last night. Yeah. So we really did go there not not just to make up the numbers, mm. we went I think with well, a plan to well, we had the best. We had the best four chances of the game. Yeah. 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 I was gonna. I was gonna. <laughs> I was almost gonna say like, ah, oh, you know what? It's hard to pick out specific players to talk about because every one of them did really well in certain aspects. This with the but the bullshit button. <laughs> 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 oh, right. Like, oh, bless him. The the man is a walking enigma. Um, and Honestly, the Riddler would not be able to. <laughs> yeah. He's a nightmare. Like, in both senses of that word, he's a brilliant nightmare if you're playing against him. But when he's in your team, you haven't got a clue what he's going to do because he hasn't got no, a clue. No, when you like people say we're genius, it's that fine line between yeah. madness yeah. and genius. He's, he's, and he's, like, he's on he that is. knife edge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's like, on that knife edge, bro. He's, 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 he, last night, unfortunately for us, he fell the wrong side. Yeah. It's, 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 it's almost like you think of it, he walks along the curve. Just yeah. to see if he falls in the road or stays yeah. on the path. Yeah. 
Because you, like you don't know what he's going to do. When I was walking back from the game on Saturday, um, I was going around the ring road and where sort of the path goes, and it goes, you know, there's a bit of a steep. And like there was a kid sort of walking on the corner. I was like, if you stack it here, it's going to be hilarious. <laughs> you know, I'm walking in the other direction. Um, and he does, he's like that, isn't he? It's just... But you're right, though. He's yeah. like, he's air, air enigma. Mm. And the fact that, as I said before, it, he does the, he does everything so well, except for the the key yeah, thing. fundamental thing of and finishing. But the we know he's not a great finisher. The but. majority of his games, he will have two, maybe three chances. If he can just put one of those away, yeah. that's a thirty million pound player. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I'm not exaggerating. No. He's he has got that ability to go that far. He's got one goal in two years. Yeah, that <laughs> says a lot about him. He's, I mean, after the second one, I was I thought, no, that is enough now. He's had enough chances yeah. to get beyond a joke. Yeah. But then he carried on, and he was still he caused them so much chaos, and they couldn't deal with him. Yeah. Like even I mean, Mangala, man. who's like a foot and a half taller than him, <laughs> probably a foot wider than yeah. him. Bright managed to shove him off the ball to get for, I mean, clean through for the first one. Yeah. I mean, with respect to that, Mangala, I don't physically know how he's become a professional footballer. <laughs> like watch him two seasons ago. He was awful. He's a walking penalty, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah. He's awful. And then which was he? Was 32 he million. 32 yeah. Million. 32 million plus the add-ons. <laughs> Jeez. But the thing I... Um, I think I saw a couple of tweets, you know, just be like, not sound harsh on Brighton. Yeah, he worked immensely hard. But actually, if you can't finish, he wants his place in this team. And I kind of get it because surely as a fan or as a team... The minimum you want is someone to work really hard and actually to give everything and to not. And last night, you cannot fault his effort and like yeah. hit him being a team player as well, you know. Because I think with him being a bit of an enigma, sometimes he does it. He's not on the same wavelength, but he worked for the team and he played with the team. And I think that is his position as well because mm. he's been put out, out wide or he's been tried he at number ten. He can't do it because he's not clever enough. Yeah, but through the middle. Like that, where he's just got a bit of space. Yeah. He, he, he hasn't got to think too much. Yeah, and he's, there's people, one or two people to pass to, not five. Yeah. Then, I think that's his position. And like Andy said, if he could just get one, I mean, he got the one in the last round. And we thought, oh, here mm. we go. And then no. he scored against Bristol. No, not Bristol. Um, Barnes. Barnes. Barnes yeah. yeah. And it's just. I mean, I'll, I'll give him that first one because that was that was a good save from Bravo. To, to be fair. I still, yeah. I mean, he still should have scored, but but I'll give him one just because it was. So, like, at what point is it a bad miss and a good save? Yeah, Yeah, because I think I, I say, if I was in that situation as someone who can barely run, (laughs) (laughs) well, I've because of where it was going, and I don't think Brian's position was particularly great, and I thought Bright had a chance just to keep carrying along, and he went the wrong way. He tried to play through the inside of him rather than round the outside, which I think was the easier. And, Too know, like, for his there, own there was one bit. where he kind of the one that got me was the second one where, where he, he never when got he tried to do off. some fancy flick. Yeah, you know, when he dallied in it a bit, he, he tried to like that the inside Ronaldo type yeah. flick, and then he just like, he lost it. And I thought you yeah. just should have shot then, really just should have shot. And that third one, I mean, he had all the time in the world, and I think yeah. that was his. I mean, he was clean through from his air own half. Yeah, yeah. He, he had a good sort of. 65, 70 yards to spring. It was a proper like grand national finish, Ooh. wasn't it? Where everyone, like, I, I mean, I said, oh, I wasn't there, but I can imagine just everything went slow and just. I mean, to be fair, I mean, after after the game, if I'd have seen him, I'd have killed him on the spot. Yeah, I think I would. Yeah. I think I would have murdered him. 
and I'll be in the police cell right now because <laughs> I was I was I mean the we won't be getting much, this content out of <laughs> we'll getting this sparkling content but I think the emotion was raw at the time but I mean like I've never had a bit of time to calm down and I'm but I'm no. still tired, but and now he's apologised. And he has, yeah. well, that the, is a factor because, like, he knows that that Instagram message did kill me. This morning. <laughs> I felt awful. <laughs> you know, because yeah. I then remembered he's like 19, 20, and he is mad. Well, he, he, is, he was I mean, genuinely it's, it's good when he came off himself. Yeah. Well, it's still like a basic one-on-one, isn't it? He's, you you know, can see is. sort of Nuno kind of talking to him, putting an arm around him, and it's like part of me's like, yeah, okay, feminist, you're still young, but it's like. Mate, you were, like, you could have been a hero. <laughs> just he has for got one games under his belt, I suppose, as well. It's not like he's fresh in no. from the under 23s. It's not like he's Donovan Wilson, who's barely had a sniff of first team football. Yeah. Someone said by me, because like, Bonatini would have scored that. I'm saying Bonatini would have made the chance anyway, because yeah, Bonatini would have had the pace and strength no. to like. I'd have been, in, I'd have been interested to have seen Donovan Wilson. But I don't think he'd have been physically strong enough again. No, he's like, too small. He's that, like... That's the thing with Bright, is that physically he's pretty much there. He is so strong and he is so hard to get the ball off. But the hardest thing about it is he can't get the ball off himself. <laughs> <laughs> like, he... um, the, quote, the quote that you said was quite good off, off your stream where he said it sometimes doesn't know where his feet are taking him yeah that seems it seems about right because i mean sometimes when there's sometimes when there's, there's even like an easy pass on he's insistent he's got to beat his man before he'll pass yeah him. Like, it could be completely <laughs> open you go no no, no I've, got, I've got to beat this guy first <laughs> and then i can pass to you um, it's also you know when you were at school and you were you had craft day and you had you had you drew a little man and then you had them you drew feet in a circle and you put the pin through and yeah. the circles go round and round. That's what he's like. It's like there's no purpose to it. But he can run and run and run. But there's no end product. Ever. Yeah. Bear with me on this one. But um, the old Brazilian player in the 50s, Garincha. Mm. Um, and how he was described as, and this perfectly sums up right, is that he has a blatant disregard for the end product. <laughs> like, he just doesn't, like... No, with that last one one, there was about three... Four things he could have done rather than run directly at the goalkeeper, and just uh, it'd be great. It's, it's, yeah. one, it'd be great. it's one of those freestylers who could do all the tricks yeah. and the balls. Yeah. One of them freestylers who could do all the tricks but can't actually go yeah. play the yeah. game of football. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's always that argument at school like who can have the most flick ups? Utterly irrelevant. Yeah, that doesn't mean Useless. you can play football. Yeah. <laughs> oh, just. I mean, I I had no confidence he'd score it though. As soon as you as no. soon as he got past the centre circle, I thought, well, he's just going to cock it up again. Yeah. I thought he was going to like end up dribbling back towards his own goal at one point, mm-hmm. just because it's bright. I mean, he could have... the same as you. Like the first one, the second one, I was, I was, you know, I was leant forward as far as I could go. But then when the third one, even though it was ninetieth minute, he's clean through. I just stood, I stood rooted to the spot. I just thinking, I didn't, I didn't do or say anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just thought in my head, mm-hmm. I, I'm not, I'm not confident. I mean, even Costas, even Costas, I thought, oh, he's, Costas got a chance here. I'm yeah. Bravo, save from him. Yeah. And again, that was a good, very good save. Um, Cavalero's chance in extra time. Was, he should have done a lot better with that because he was fresh. I wasn't sure about sure Costas because I watched it back again. And you know, he, he chipped his right foot. I don't think he even had enough strength to go in the net. I, I, after watching it back, I, I couldn't mm. tell at the time. But I wasn't. With him, he's still miles off. Yeah, clear, clearly. Because the reason he had to try and dink it over him was because his first two touches were awful. But I wonder if he's still like um, nervous about his injury still because he seems to be playing uh, within himself. Very guarded, especially face, second yeah. half. Like he didn't 
run forward at all. It's only got the ball, he'd stop and pass it back. He's really playing within within himself. Yeah, I don't think we'll see him until after the international, after the next international yeah. break. Mm. But he's had two weeks of just sitting around on his well, sitting being at Compton on his own. You've got to hope that um, Vague Barnabas doors friendly for him because I'm not particularly keen on like like the players who are coming back from injury and just don't play any. I know it's under 23 now and not reserves but how you can expect someone like Costa to come back after five months without any you know level of games under his belt it's beyond me unless they're putting him on in training for him but I don't he did it with Marshall, didn't he? Just yeah. marshalling. And, he and Marshall believe, was, he doesn't Mar- believe in Marshall was. Marshall, he's still overweight. <laughs> it hasn't worked with him. I've got a lot of love for that, though. But then, <laughs> but then you got Wolverhampton and Stormzy. No, we, no pre-season, just strolls back yeah. in. I thought he was all right. Oh uh, no, he is fantastic. Um, from you know, from watching it on TV, like he. Didn't put a foot wrong. It, I, I felt it took him a little bit of time just to get mm. to grips with it purely because I think yeah. it's the first time he's played as part of a back three. Yeah. So there was that bit where he didn't quite know whether he should be going square mm. or down the line. Yeah. And yeah, I don't it. think that helped with Vinaigre to start with, but then My only Vinaigre thing got better and better as the game went is on. The, I think when he first started, I think everyone was like, he's going to be new Jolene Lescott, he's going to be his cultured centre back. But I think a lot of people realised in the second half of last season, he's not. A cultured centre half. He is a stopper of a centre half, and he can play a little bit as well. But with that back three, I mean, hypothetically, if he was to come into it, he'd play on the left, and you'd lose probably Miranda. But then if you've got a back three of Bart, Cody, and House, you've not got a lot of subtlety either side of Cody. You know, Miranda has got his flaws in his game. I mean, he was at fault for the second goal for the yeah. for Cody's own goal against Preston. Yeah, he just completely misjudged the flight of the yeah. ball. Um, but actually, when he's in possession, he's pretty handy with it, and I don't see houses yet having that. But I think everyone who played yesterday, or the nine changes that were made, all made themselves, you know, more known in Nuno's plans for. The next two games because you know we've got QPR the weekend and we've got uh, Norwich as well before the international break so, and then Fulham on Friday so we've got yeah. three games in yeah. under a week yeah yeah so you know there's it's gonna be good I just think who's in a podcast in the Gifford yeah yeah <laughs> Friday night Gifford podcast, podcast. Oh, this could be good live <laughs> sit all crammed on the throne we're gonna have to like a what Sunday to or Sunday yeah Sunday are we playing so on Tuesday we play. We should probably not be having this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we might do a pod Wednesday, depending on if we've got a working laptop or if Dave's back. We'll, we'll work it out, guys. We'll work I it out. I think it was with um, Marshall, like he plays anywhere but, except for right wing back where you thought, where you think he yeah. might play. Where he's playing. Like where we play, uh, I was going to call him Elliot Bennett then. Like where <laughs> we play right, he's playing Ryan Bennett, the slowest right wing back I've ever saw yeah. in my life. And I saw that team lineup. I was fit. I did end up tweeting it because it was just getting too long. I was like, like "Well, maybe we're not going to play three at the back, and there's going to be House at left back and Bennett Moore's a right back with uh, two." Cover- I was like, "No, no, no, he's really playing him at wing back." Let's play right wing. Don't mention him because Chris will have an aneurysm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry, Mez. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> 
But, uh, like, it was funny, it was funny, because, like, obviously, he did his defensive duties absolutely fine, <laughs> but when Minnie had the ball, and, like, has to go forward, he's like, I'm, 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 not, I'm not going forward. Lost, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I need someone to pass this ball to quick. It's like, I'm not running forward. The bit that got me was right at the very end, like, at the lofty ball, uh, cut, come across pitch ball and they come to him and he took a, he took a heavy he took <laughs> yeah. and it was that heavy he had to take two steps back and that took him Ooh. off the pitch and you know just when he put his head to his hands going oh no <laughs> it's like the 190th minute going oh no not, not now um, <laughs> it, I know we sort of did it for a Preston game it almost feels like whoever we give it to is always going to be someone better but working man's man for match for yesterday or is it just the team Norris we even spoke about Norris. I was going to say, yeah, was I mean, incredible. I think I found interesting, and I can't remember what. So it was like, yeah, I mean, he made a lot of saves, but a lot of them seemed routine and like you know, there's no. He made it look easy, and that yeah, that's it. He never. I, I don't know if it's his positioning, his general. Aura, he didn't spill anything, but he spilled one. No, but he said he did interview today with that. Because um, no. they, they were saying about, um, or it was the interview after the game anyway. Yeah. On Wolves player, and he, he talked about Aguero, and he said, um, "You stopped Aguero um, getting his club record uh, highest goal score." And he said, "Yeah, well, I tried to give him one." <laughs> yeah, I've got a lot of respect. As I said, <laughs> well, he, yeah, he's self-aware, taking the piss out of himself, and he said, "In the, I presume it was Mike." He said, "Yeah, yeah but you made up for." It. He said, "Yeah, but it's not all. It's not all about me. It's about everyone else." <laughs> yeah, but yeah, again, once again, like he's just calm. He gets. You know, he doesn't need to do his, like, wild camera, you know, camera saves because he just seems to be in the right position. And, you know, there was a point last night, I think it was probably into extra time when, you know, we are a bit under the cosh. And I was like, actually, isn't, it can't just be that they're having a bad game, that all their shots seem to be going just a little bit to the left or just a little bit to the right. He is getting himself there. I think it was a shame with the penalties because he went the right way on the first one. He's not stopping Sané's and... They were penalties of players who cost that much. Yeah. They were brilliant. I I can't moan at any any penalty takers in that situation because if if you've got the bollocks to step up and take one, Mm -hmm. then as long as 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 it's not completely... utterly ridiculous, (laughs) then... Clive Mendonca in the player final. Yeah. Clive Mendonca. Yeah. Then, 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 I, then, fine. I think I noted sort of a, of a, half time and the extra time, but you could see like, it's not that Wolves didn't look tired, but like you could just see them sort of so focused on like what they were doing and just like almost seemed to be you know, eyes glazed over and that no, no no we're just gonna keep going. But as soon as it got to penalties, it, it's kind of safe to say we crumbled a bit, wasn't it? Well, as but, soon as you got yeah. to penalties, are. Oh, you knew it was over. We don't mm. win penalty shootings very yeah. often. No. Oh, I mean, for me, like I can't single out. I just give man and match the whole defence. Yeah. Because I think even if they were still playing now, yeah. I don't. I just. I was. I'd be confident. It'd still be nil nil. Like, yeah. Just, you know. We just. Yeah. I just. I've never seen like a from from a defence that isn't their first choice defence. Yeah. To keep out Man City's first choice yeah. strike force. Yeah. Now, do we, we think keep about so like, well? Cody and Bart. Or I was going to say Cody and Bart organising. Cody organising, or I, or do we think it's very much more Nuno's got them drilled? It's almost like AC Milan nineties. Yeah, it's that good mm. because they, they, everyone knows their job. Mm. They're not pissed about trying to play offside. Yeah, try that once, never again. Yeah. and it's just, it's just everyone knows what they're supposed to be doing, and they do it well. 
That's the difference. And it's all down to Nuno. Yeah. Because them players, you put them players under anyone else. Yeah. Man, we've seen, we've seen the shambles they've been. Yeah. You can tell, though, like, with Nuno, is someone who values the art of keeping clean sheets and defending yeah. well. Yeah. That's why like all of his first four or five signings, when he, like, we're all defence, even though we were crying yeah. for striker, no, no, I'm, doing, I'm sorting defence yeah. out first. Yeah. Goalkeeper, yeah. defenders, all in. And you can tell he's drilled them from, from minute one. Uh, you know, for pre-season we've kind of joked about it, like actually you take any, a lot of the players out and put them in a different system it won't work and you know dragging it back to a Villa game because you know, I wasn't here but <laughs> um, uh, you know I saw a lot of people saying yeah well for Villa starting level is way better you know I'd rather have Codger than whoever and you know and whether you agree with that or not and you know it's going to be probably biased bit of Villa fans um, but actually balls are truly greater than the sum of their parts. Yeah. And I think that's the most incredible thing. And I've even in the seasons I've seen us get promoted as a Wolves fan, I don't have that same feeling that I've got at the moment. Yeah, that you're, mm. you're excited five days before the game. Yeah. You yeah, know, like, yeah. I think there was, um, there was a podcast that we've all listened to recently where those discussing about previously when we've won the league that really we just had... We've played the same way everyone else did. We mm. just had the best players. Yeah. Whereas now we've got the best everything. It's not just the best players. We've got the best manager, the best system, the best coaching staff. Mm. It's that everything is on point at the minute. Mm. Yeah. And I think that's why and we're clearly going places. And, amazingly, the best fans because everyone's bought into it. Yeah. No one's... No, well, yeah, I'm stunned, to be honest. The, this, I was expecting, the you know... Pl- the plankton and the... Oh, yeah. word. All them idiots. With, with Where the, are they? Yeah. yeah. With the Cardiff game, when we Going were alike. losing, <laughs> I genuinely thought it's going to get to the point, oh, I'll just lump it for None of that. The yeah. fans in the stands next to me, the idiots who sit behind me, they're, they're more than happy. Well, if we're going to lose it, at least we're going to lose it the right way. Yeah. Everyone's bought in. It's it's fantastic. Oh, tr- truly, not enough... Cr- you know, we're nearly at the end of October. And I've got a feeling he'll probably win manager of the month for October. Nuno Santo just... Frankly, has not got enough credit for the work he's done at Wolves so far. It might all, you know, we might go away classic Wolves and it will all fall apart and we'll end up in eighth. <laughs> well, I, don't, I don't think we'll get but, any credit for it, even if we were just to win every game of the rest of the yeah. season, just because it's people look at it and they just say, "Well, you was always you always yeah. with it." FFP. You've, you've got you've got the money. You've, yeah. you've got all these players coming. I think everyone was so reluctant to give us any pre- like. And I'm, but when I say anyone, I'm talking. Mm, Partially to the fans, but especially people like pundits and media, they'll be begrudging old, to give us the old boys' brigade. Mm. Yeah, they'll Don't be they'll be begrudging to give us any any praise whatsoever. But fair, fair play though to one I mean, bet three six five have been on it from day one, from when they were mm. signed Nevis. Yeah. they've mm. been saying, "Yep, yeah, this is something's happening here." Mm. And I mean, there's people slagging him off as a why you talking about walls every week, and they've they've been speaking since they were the only ones. Mm. And Skybet were on it last night as well, saying, "Yeah, this is Sky incredible." Were, yeah. And I think people asked, to, to, "I mean, Sky, Sky have bent themselves over and been tickled a bit, like with not picking us for telly." And I think that's why they've, they've shoot on that that Birmingham game on a Monday night. Oh, definitely. Yeah, and I mean, yeah. even like you, you should have argued yesterday should have been on Sky, but they're contractually obliged to show Man United <laughs> every single yeah. game they're in. So. Who, who wants to see? I mean, surely it doesn't, it's a moot point, but I mean that's the sort of game you should be sharing on Sky, like where there's a potential for a good upset, like there was. Well, top versus mm. top. Yeah, exactly. There's a story of, there, isn't yeah, there? Regardless of who's what team, upset, it not is. Swansea Man United, but that's the moot point mm. anyway. Yeah. Side. Swansea I mean, Man United, which we can see every week, or you know, a relative 
com- comparable game. Why would you, why would you go for something like that? I just don't get it. Yeah. Moving on to Saturday, um, Wolves are away to QPR. Um, I, I'm actually quite fascinated by how this kind of game is going to turn out. Actually, because you know we've played 120 minutes um, in the cup with a game against Norwich three days after. Then three days after that, we're back again uh, playing Fulham. You know, we've got we're playing a QPR team who are seventeenth in the league on fifteen points. How do we think we're gonna fare? Because part thing, of me thinks we'll just keep rolling on, and don't worry. Well, Jota's had a week off. Yeah, Jota's had a week off. Neville's had a week off. Douglas will come back in because that pitch isn't big enough for for Vinagre to run around on. Sais will come back in. Sais will come mm. back in. And you got come back in. Yeah, you know, Bonatini against. Uh, yeah. Shit, Gary Neville organised uh, back four, <laughs> and then you can switch it up and play Vinagre at Norwich. You can you can switch it up again and bring in Dye again against Norwich. We've got a squad, not just a team now, which is amazing. And you've so, got like Bright, Brighton, Cav might not play on, on Saturday, but they'll come in for Norwich. Yeah, because then you'll have like Yotta will come back in, Bonham Stark, so yeah. he had like half an hour, didn't he, mm. yesterday? I mean, Jotter and Neves will play both games, obviously, and unless yeah. something bad happens to him. But, mm. um, I can see him bringing off Jotter after sort of 65 minutes in pretty much, well, the first two games or two out of three of the games, depending on what the score's looking like. But it depends on how many calories he bought your answer yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Plus, to be fair, Costa does need the minutes because he ain't going to be getting. Oh well, yeah, I think that needs football, to start. So that's the thing. I don't. Play. I don't think Costa will start Saturday because he played seventy something. Yeah. Wasn't it, yesterday. But actually, Norwich and Fulham. Are, you know, almost we've got. An, I, I think this Wolves team are probably one of the fittest teams I've uh, Wolves teams we've seen mm. in a while. Actually, they don't seem to be petering out. But is there anyone with QPR squad who's? Um, I've got I've got I've got, 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 got that um, Silla that addresses Silla yeah. yeah I mean he's yeah. there he's the one that's probably if he's going to score wait if anyone's going to score for QPR it'll, it'll be him they've got Luango um, who was sort of fairly highly rated when he was at um, Swindon have they got that is it Smithies in goal yes um, Ned and Manu is still on their books somehow Washington's yeah. still there Will they have yeah, any of these Connor play, Washington, um, Jamie Mackey still will they have any now? of these players by the time we play them because they're going to have to fire sale for their <laughs> 40 million pound fine they've got coming their way because of FFP yeah but we've also got Kazenga Luwalawa <laughs> oh, yeah, so, yeah uh, predictions for Saturdays gents 2-0 2-0 standard I'm going for 3-0 and Holloway's going to be sacked <laughs> the following day it's not double I'm <laughs> almost just to really really piss on their bonfire <laughs> It almost it's sounds arrogant. Half expected goals. <laughs> it almost sounds arrogant, but it's not. Which is confidence, like very well yeah. playing, and but it's, yeah, it's gonna be like a two 0 two 0 win. I don't, I don't really see any difficulties. I mean, we just keep our side haven't been last seven games or something like that. So I don't. Yeah. Normally, that's, that's well, old, old Wolves. We just said, "I won in seven games." Yeah, yeah this Wolves in it. <laughs> quality, quality should just prevail. Yeah. Really. I mean, we're just better than everyone else. Yeah. People, people know now, and that's oh, so I, they've got to deal with us. Yeah, I've, we haven't got to fit anyone, and we'll beat QPR. Norwich is a test because of him. we don't have a record up yeah. there. And it, but under Farker, you you never know, do you? It's another. I can't wait until next week's pod. I'm just saying, <laughs> just saying, because we already know what the title could be. 
Yeah, I'm going to go two nil as well because it just feels like I know two nil, yeah. three nil. Should we do a bit of Twitter, Twitter corner chaps without kind of cheer up your tired moods. <laughs> um, thank you for everyone who's been in contact. We've been inundated. Um, I'm just going to do it in order that people have sent, and I'll do sort of half dozen because we've kind of clocked on the hour mark now. Um, friend of the fancast, Ash Dolan, who's the guy who he's part of Wrestle Club, isn't it? Yeah, he's also <laughs> yeah. Part, he's also part of fancast Wrestle Club, that, oh, which I I was <laughs> I was so excited yesterday when when I was watching it on the way because I thought there's no point we're not going to get to sleep on the couch, mm. and because I was watching Raw on the couch and. Um, Scott, he'd only watched half of it, so he's peering over my, over my shoulder. When the the um, the whole cast of SmackDown Live came out, what's happening? What's happening? <laughs> oh, you need to watch this with sound. Brilliant. The earphones are going to stretch across the aisle. It, it was a good moment. Do you want to use a question? <laughs> <laughs> um, what's your favourite football? Uh, Mitre or other brands accepted? Mitre Ultimax. Yeah, uh, I like the Mitre because it always reminds me of the old school championship manager. Mm. The cover of that. Yeah, so anything yeah, Mitre, yeah. See, I'm thinking either an Adidas Tango. Some beauty specials. Yeah. Or the Nike ball around 2005, 2006, where it like, had the circle, the three mm-hmm. circles. That was a nice football. But as I've kind of already noted, it's, you know, so long as it's a sphere. With it's not too light. Yeah, with not out of pressure, it tends to do a job. You have special out to the squirrel as well. He's in the one that Danny Bath trying to shoot him off. <laughs> yeah. Just tell him to go. <laughs> Oh, Captain, get off. He walked up to it and pointed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> understand sign language. Yeah, he can join um, Alex actually in the No Meat Club, can't he? <laughs> <laughs> We've got all these little clubs of different people. <laughs> Alex is now Meat Club. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's president. <laughs> uh, Rufio um, asks, uh, what other superhero-related pants do our uh, squad wear? I'm assuming that's after... Um, Bright's Instagram <laughs> which okay on a different day we were what like about an hour and six minutes into recording this if the Man City game hadn't happened there was so much more about his Preston <laughs> how many languages have been spoken in that video <laughs> yeah, it's magnificent um, Matthew someone would obviously have Green, Green Lantern just to be different wouldn't they yeah. You like you think that Ruddy would be like that, just to prove yeah. a point. No, I can imagine Ruddy <laughs> with his shaped head being like Buzz Lightyear, <laughs> which I think would class as a superhero. Ooh. Yeah, it's I'm, I'm saying no. Now you're switching to, if you're counting superheroes as things like the Tick, uh, Amazon Prime. I, I would go with, yeah, because that originated from Dark Horse. So. Yeah. I'm glad we've cleared that. Yeah. <laughs> What's we'll uh, that? with Superman socks on. <laughs> not for... Um, I've got my button now. I've got my Darth Vader ones on. Uh, uh, Matthew Scrivens asks, how many sides in League Cup history went out without conceding a goal at all? Uh, can't think of any off the top of my head, but there must be some. Bus. Any of you guys? <laughs> I mean, there's surely must be a team like lost in like, the first round. Because I'm sure I remember losing to Rotherham away in like, oh, 08. The- in the Don Valley. Yeah. Well, and that, that was nil nil. We lost I was it. I was in I think I said this before. I was in Wales that week, and I cut my whole cut my week away short to go to Rotherham because I thought this is a one time only visit to the Don Valley Stadium. <laughs> they can't be saved on. It was a nil nil, and Johnny Craddock plays it over the bottom. Mr. Penalty in the, in the shootout. And you're thinking, oh, I made the right choice. Yeah. <laughs> but back to London now the next day. <laughs> 
I can't think of any. It well, depends how far you're going to go, though. Yeah, because yeah, like, so you, you can have someone going out first round, yeah. can't you, in penalties? I can't be many you've got as far as we've got without conceding. Yeah, I think... It, I remember, Especially we've gone like 120 minutes twice as yeah, well. Yeah, I think it's not the same competition. I remember, I think it was Ukraine in the 06 World Cup, managed to get to, I think, the second round. Or it might have been Switzerland, actually. Managed to like, get to the quarterfinals without conceding a goal and go out. Because I lost on pens, mm-hmm. but so it can can happen. Um, I'll end the this week's questions from Daz, no last name apparently. Um, but most overlooked or underappreciated player of the last twenty five years. Oh, in general, or for us. I'm, I'm, should we? We'll keep it for Wolves for now. <laughs> okay. Underappreciated. Yeah. Um. You know what? Uh, you're going to say Steve Cole, go on. Yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not bringing any of them that probably needs to all I'd actually say Carl Edney now, early McCarthy days. I'm so glad you say it, because I have this argument on a fairly regular basis that he wasn't as terrible as some people He wasn't at all. For, like, he was one of the main driving forces of our promotion season. Just he was exceptional as, that year, yeah, playing just, right back and, and everywhere. Yeah, just was, as soon as we got promoted, he turned into a bit of a dick. That's when he got recruited by the Conservatives, that's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> and then if you invest in his cool card yet, though. <laughs> I still need to. You tell me Carl Henry didn't attend the Bullingdon Club. <laughs> underappreciated players for gents. Well, I mean, at the time, Craddock was underappreciated, wasn't he? Until Yeah. Yeah, yeah that until one realized, season and it turned for him, didn't it? Until Mick realised the error of his ways. Mm-hmm. And there we know that, you know, he actually is alright. <laughs> <laughs> I think someone like maybe like Olive Vignana. Because he actually went on and played Premier League football for a considerable amount of time. It's not like when he was at Wolves, he was, you know, Jolien Lescott, for example, was someone who, you know, you could see he was going to move up at some point. But like, even in his last season at Wolves, Olive Vignana, he was playing well. But and you could see why a team would come into him, but it wasn't like he was head and shoulders above everyone else, so I didn't see that initially. Mm. But actually, he played, what, three years at Stoke, three mm. years at Hull? And now he's a professor. Mm. Yeah. Well, he, 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 went, he, did, he helped out with the coaching, didn't yeah. he? As well? yeah. yeah. Didn't he play for like a, one of our youth teams? Yeah, yeah he, <laughs> he was on the bench for a youth I, team. I still always maintain he could probably do a job. Yeah, well, definitely. Just like, you could sit yeah. in <laughs> For continuity reasons, I'm going to say Adam Proudlock. <laughs> <laughs> Only a new feature in your heart. <laughs> um, Michael <Marshall> Branch. <laughs> oh. Oh. Oh, he's appreciated yeah. when he's drug dealing in prison, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. That's um, yeah. probably a good place to yeah. end the show. That, Dave can't moan because that's a conviction and that's it true. <laughs> There's a BBC articles to prove it. Yeah. <laughs> there is proof. <laughs> It's all documented, it's fine. <laughs> Just can't say what goes on with him. There's oh, also, also <laughs> <laughs> Stefan Possman for his uh, contribution to uh, the Peggy community. <laughs> oh, <laughs> also oh. true. <laughs> I don't have time to read it, so it's safe. <laughs> um, that's probably a very, very suitable place to end it then. Um, thanks once again to our sponsors, Hill and Smith Limited, and also to Opera Creative. Um, 
keep up with us on our social media on Twitter at WWFC Fancast, we're on Instagram Bulls and Score Fancast. You can get us on Facebook, Snapchat as well, and as I always said, we're also on Pinterest. So you know, always make sure you're following us on that for okay, <laughs> reasons. Don't let Brian near our Snapchat. We'll catch you probably post Norwich and pre Fulham. Um, and hopefully give you all the good sort of coverage from that. But for this week, it's goodbye from Adam. I'm off to yeah, bed. Yeah, I, oh. I gave the eyes there. I was like, right. I'm off to bed. <laughs> Andy. <laughs> goodbye. Stu. You can also buy cushions and t-shirts. Yes, we haven't even, haven't even plugged the merch yet, have I? Um, yeah, very quickly, if you've still tuned in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I haven't already <laughs> um, yeah, check out our merch on our website if you go to www.wallsfancast.com. There's a link at the top that will send you to some of our fantastic designs. Um, highly encourage you to buy the Team Keems t-shirt as all the profits of it do go to Kyoru Keem as well. And on that note, it's goodbye from me and we'll see you next week. This is what renting furniture with Feather looks like. Pieces that fit your style and your space and cost less than your monthly phone bill. Oh, and did we mention delivery and assembly included? Feather. Start renting at livefeather.com.